I had a friend named Terrence. That's the other artist that you met a while back. Mm -hmm. So he had this like um, PS. Uh, this is yeah, the PS4. And you know that little like VR thing that you like put on your face and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like a circus one. So I'm over here. That was the first time I ever used that like VR thing on my eyes, you know, with the controller that looks like a dildo. <laughs> it does. It looks like a dildo. That's why I don't like playing with it. I never really played with it. It was weird. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> you know, I wore the like v VR thing. Right. And then a clown comes out and I got scared. Like I knew it was like a circus theme, but it was really scary and I couldn't play it. And he was like, Catherine, the game just started. I said, I can't do this. I'm too scared. And he goes, Catherine, it's not real. But it really felt like the clown was right next to me. And I kept moving like this to the left and then this to the right. And, he, and my friend's like, calm down. And I'm just like, it's coming towards me. But of course, you just see my dumb ass sitting in a chair going left or right like a crazy person, <laughs> like from your perspective. But I was just like, nah, man. I took it, I didn't even play the game. I was like, nah, this is too scary, man. What was the game? I don't remember, yes, man. I told you I don't remember the title. Welcome to the podcast. This is uh, Chapter Amnesia. Oh, Lord. <laughs> There we go with the theme song, and then it'd be like, did did it, did it, whatever I think. <laughs> we are two geeky ladies talking about issues in our lives, relationship gossip, and occasional politics, all while geeking and having fun. Let's geek! We are geeking, and this is our last episode for, for season, season one. Oh, yes. we did it! So much to talk about. I feel like this month has been like hitting us this month and last month, the, the end of last month. We finally got to know who our president is. Finally. This is a great time to be gamers. Amber Heard wilding with this shit and Johnny Depp too. So we, and, and then we have and, some and crazy wild stories as well. May, and then on top of that, I got a few words for somebody's son. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for the damn bruh, that's wild. Yep. <laughs> you know, we were doing some talking two podcasts ago, two podcast episodes ago, where we were saying, like, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the next, you know, few weeks and such. And here we are. Because when we were recording uh, our last episode, ele episode 11 with Jessica Tran, like we yes. had yet to know what the result was. And yep, we did not know. You yeah, and I remember you talking to me. I was like, we should talk about the election. But I was like, by the time this uh, podcast airs or like the episode 11 airs, we still don't know who the uh, president was. Like we cannot talk about it. <laughs> Like, I look at some of our videos and I'm like, wow, our past selves do not know what our future looks like. And now we're here in the present. Now it's just like, now we know who won. And of course it was Biden. And that's just wild in a sense. Like, to, like some historical things happen, like Pennsylvania flipped to blue, Georgia mm -hmm. flipped to blue, Arizona flipped to blue. Shout out to Texas for almost flipping well, blue. And then that was major, the major cities were all blue. That was wild to me. Texas almost flipped blue. That's wild. Yeah. 
this was that that made history in itself. I just hope that you know Florida will just let them drift over there. <laughs> All the jokes that. on Florida killed me over on TikTok. I was like, oh man. They were like, did you see that one TikTok where the people were like, um, don't be coming to me for any helps or services. <laughs> oh, next time there's a fire or next time there's a... Oh, no, like, next time they have a hurricane. Uh, and then they put the blind man emoji. They're like, did y'all see who's... <laughs> we should actually find some like funny election memes and post it on our, the podcast. Well, um, the podcast IG, just for fun, like, there was one I thought was hilarious. It was this black dude, and it was, like, Nevada counting the polls. And in the background, it was Brian McKnight's, um, how does it go? That's on the, he, like, he has a paper, and he's like, one, you're like a dream come true, two, just want to be with no, you. No, I didn't the ballot, that. You know, three. <laughs> you know what's funny? No, you know which one I died from laughing when I saw the one with uh, somebody edited, um, you know, the eye, it's like just the eyes on the states. They're all looking at Nevada. And then they put this background noise of Brett Mirage is like, I'm trying the best that I can. I only was doing this for two days. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm counting. Yeah, except someone was like, I'm only counting. I'm counting as fast as I can. I've only been doing this for two days. <laughs> and there was the one, I think you may have sent that to me, where it was the guy and he just goes, wouldn't it be amazing if every election was like America's next top model? Yes, that was I me. I just had two pictures in my hands. The, the the winning photo is to become the president of the United States, <laughs> and the winner uh, and the winner of this election is Biden. <laughs> I lost sleep for two three days. He didn't lose as much sleep as I did. Up till two a.m. Like trying to figure out, okay, anything, 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 and then I was um I tuned into what's the name? Hasim? No, Has. What what was that guy? Huh? Hasim Tiger. Is believe Yeah, because I didn't know he was on Twitch and I discovered him there. And then um he was like literally giving a play by play of like what's going on, and then you know he was memeing with uh every everybody in the chat section, but like I was up with him at two in the morning, just like trying to figure out, okay, are they gonna call it? Are they gonna call it? Uh, because Trump wanted, uh, what is it called? A recount for all of it. And people were thinking, oh crap, we won't know who it is until next month. And you know, it's funny, Bernie Sanders already called it. A lot of people called it too. You know, this was gonna happen. And it's funny because I mean, at my job, we knew that I didn't have any internet. The internet was acting really stupid at my job, y'all. And Yazin was amazing texting me every 30 minutes to an hour updates on the election because I was stressing out. There was that time, guys, we were talking about it, remember? When you uh, called me, I don't know what time in the middle of the night it was to ask me a question about last week's editing or so. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I was, I was just like, gonna ask you about editing questions. Yeah, I think this was like Thursday this had happened, mm-hmm. Thursday night, because it had been two days now. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I was like, let me guess, Trump won. Trump won, didn't he? Just, and she was yeah, like, Catherine, where were we? And I was like, <laughs> and I'm just like, 
Dude, you're not even letting me talk. Yeah, and then I go, no, 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 no. You know what? I'm going to look. Tell me. I said, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to look. I know I do it. I do it. I do it. She's like, girl, calm down. <laughs> no, chill. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people were feeling like that. So, like, what you were feeling is very validated. You know, this was one of the most stressful elections in years, right? Yeah. Oh, years. Mm-hmm. It was really stressful. But uh, the thing that makes me laugh is that the electoral votes, <clears throat> they did a comparison between Trump and Hillary and then Biden and Trump. And it's literally mm -hmm. the coin flipped. It's like yeah. the same number, but the coin flipped. Isn't that? I was just like, what? My mom was like, oh, look at the news. Look, look, look. You know, because she was like, look at the results. And I was like, damn. He needed 270 delegates to win. And this is the last I checked keyword. This is for me personally. I'm pretty sure that's not the number now, now that they've got the final count. But the last I checked, and this came from foxnews.com. And y'all can look at it. Yeah, I know. It came from foxnews.com. So, you know, Why it's you real know? news. <laughs> yeah, so it said 290. And um, at the time, Donald Trump was, I believe, 250 or 240 something at that time. Keyword at that time. So it's just crazy. And I hate to be that person, no matter what you believe, you know, either side. No one really wins. We're fucked either way. <laughs> like, in all honesty, you know, my opinion. Okay. Why, why do you feel that way? Because I don't feel that way. I don't feel the same as you. Yes, and I'm not optimistic in a sense about what's happening. You have to think about all the things that have happened under this administration, the Trump administration, all the things that were entertained, all the things that were let. Once again, all the things that were just entertained in general. Now that we're switching to a new administration, are we going to get change? We're doing all this marching, we're doing all this hollering and hoopla, but are we going to get change in this next administration? This is why I can sit here and say that I'm an independent. I don't bleed blue. I don't bleed red. I lean towards maybe blue occasionally, but I'm an independent. I really hope this administration we have is going to change things. I really hope that nobody is going to go walk up in that house again and do something that is incredibly stupid, something that credibly stereotypes us so bad that I'm sitting here going, oh my God, we're dealing with this shit part two. I hope that makes sense. Um. I guess in some ways, but I'm opposite with you because you know what? There's some positive with Biden winning, though. Now, I do have to say, right, that in my opinion, right, because everybody else can have different opinions uh, than what I believe in. There's going, he's going to be fighting for the next four years, right? Because any president that up so bad, whether it's the economy, like what the jobs, immigration, whatever it is, then the next president comes in is like, shit, we, we got to clean up what he did, unless they're going to follow through. And clearly not, because Biden doesn't agree with uh, what, you know, Trump's ideology was when he was in office. So now he has to clean up four things. Remember, it's kind of like what I, I could be wrong. People correct me in the comment section or like hit us up on uh, Twitter, or uh, Instagram, where remember 
that Obama had a tough four years when he was in office. And then when he had the second term of being president, he was able to accomplish a lot of stuff. And one of the major things which I am happy about, and this is why I support Biden, is because of the DACA, and he's going to help stop the separation of family in the borders. So once the inauguration happens, you know, he has, and it was in his speech, where he's he talked about the... Um, COVID Act, right? Like he has a uh, task force. And can we remind everybody, we saved Fauci's job because one of the things Trump was saying is he wanted to fire him. Like the yeah. one guy who was literally telling us everything about COVID, you know, what precautions and measurements we have to do. And, you know, one of the things was, uh, which Biden's going to do is a mandatory of mask or uh, face shields. So that's going to be mandatory. It's not, it's not no, I'm going to spray bottle in this mask and show you it doesn't work have you seen that video it went yeah, that's true, that's true, that's it's so video. stupid yeah so i'm happy he's doing People that justifying all of this is man. happening after the inauguration so that covid uh what is it called it's called the um test and trace program that would be effective after his inauguration so i'm assuming january 21st when it's going to start kicking in he's going to provide free testing because you know a lot of people aren't going to be of you know, affording it. So this is what I'm saying. You got to find the positive in a lot of this. And if he's able to accomplish this COVID um, situation, unlike that freaking Trump did, because he ends up killing, well, how many? The, the count that I think it's over 200 and what is it? 14 or 15,000 people. See? Now. It's probably more than what I've said now, probably. But the thing Estimated. is, look at that. All these deaths could have been prevented. Okay. Idiot really didn't. He's the same idiot that doesn't believe in um, climate change. Climate change, yeah. And Biden does, and he already has a plan for that. So this is what I mean. Um, he does have all these plans. It's up to, you know, he's going to be fighting some people in, in Congress and the Senate and stuff like that. And it's going to be a battle. I mean, it's always going to be a battle. When you have more Republicans in the House with you, right, or in the Senate, whatever, if when you have more of them, some of them could sway, right? Because I'm not going to say not every single Republican thinks the same way as other Republicans. Um, this is from conversations that uh, I've had with other people. There, there could be some suasion. It's like, oh, okay, we'll meet you halfway. We, we don't know, right? Because we're, we're only looking to the future. But there are a lot of things that I am confident, you know, Biden hopefully will pull through. And one of the major ones I really do care about, and hopefully, you know, he's successful and I'm going to wish for successfulness for him is the immigration, the DACA and uh, COVID. Because I'm not gonna lie to you, when he goes ahead and runs for a second term, cause you know, Biden's gonna register to uh, go for a second term um, for presidency. I know for a fact a lot of people are going to attack him, whether his COVID plan was successful or not. Yeah. So he's literally at high stakes. And all I'm going to do is do, wish him nothing but the best. And, what you know, I only mentioned some of his stuff. I'm going to link down different articles and videos for people to watch to see if they're curious, like, what is his 100-day plans? You know, we have our first female vice president. Like, uh -huh. oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt your thought. Well, I was going to say that, you know, we, we should be, 
we need to be happy about that. So this is what I mean. We got to find the positive in everything that's happening. Sure, there are some concerns. I'm not going to negate that. But at the same time, like we need to start eating some of the fruits that are given to us because not all of them are rotten. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because, yeah, you know, the goal is not to come off as negative. It's just that as everybody is excited about the accomplishment and what's happening, it's okay to be excited. It's okay to be happy. But from my perspective, I'm like, y'all are too happy. Y'all are forgetting the, like, this isn't over. Some, like, there's this joke that, you know, flew on the internet, which, you know, I posted on my Facebook. I thought it was funny where it was like, yay, now we got normal racism back. Ha, 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 ha. And, you know, it went viral. Mm-hmm. People are forgetting that as Biden ran for office and just won, mm-hmm. Who's to say that we're not going to, right after this four years is over, we're not going to see Pence 2024. How do we know we're not going to see that? Just like when we had the Civil War ended, just like when we, um, when the, yes, just when we had the Civil War ended and how we had World War II ended, there were fans we have people who are fans of the Confederate flag. We have people who are Nazi fans, and they are fans of other white supremacist groups. Yeah. What do they all have in common? They all came together supporting an administration that was built on hate. How many years has it been since the Civil War? How many years since World War II? How many years have they had that following? That's a following now. When you see, despite what people can say as they're listening to this, the Proud Boys does fall into that. However you feel about them, whether you're a supporter of them, I don't know why you would be if you listen to this podcast. They fall into that. I had a cousin who told me just a few weeks ago, do you know what they remind me of? And he's in the, he does not live in America. He says, the Proud Boys remind me of the Hitler youth. And I said, oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. They are our equivalent of the Hitler youth. There are a lot of my friends and neighbors that entertain a lot of stuff in this administration, a lot of hurtful things. My people, I am African-American. A lot of African-Americans have been killed by police and a lot of people have been killed by police. And we've seen it, it's been recorded and nothing happened. Breonna Taylor was killed in her home and the police officer, none of them are in jail, Yasmin. Let's just use these things as an example to why I'm not too optimistic. People like to sit here and say, you know, I live in Maryland, but where I live, Baltimore is not too far from me. Look at how Baltimore is. And this is no shade to people who live in that city, but that city needs help. And it's been through democratic rule for a long time, and yet there's been no changes. Gee, I wonder why. I can sit here and actually say, I'd actually want a Republican to try to change something because the Democratic Party didn't do anything. And that's not me endorsing the Republican Party in any way, shape, or form. This is me sitting here saying, if the party that I expected to do something did not do something, let me see what the other guy does. If he does. A lot of people, and this thought that I have, (laughs) a lot of people jumped on that bandwagon and switched what they believed in and went to do the 360 and it became one-sided over that. I'm a realist. If, if it was my choice, Yasmin, I would love to go to a gay wedding and shoot with my guns all I want to, but that's not the world I can live in, sadly. It's just, it is what it is. So when I see Biden in there, 
all I'm just saying is, please do not be a blue version of Trump. Please do not let me regret voting for you and sitting here like, I cannot believe I entertained this. I voted for you to change things. I'm a black woman. My people are getting killed. There are people locked up in cages. I don't like that. Do something about it. Yes, that's the role that was in there since Obama and before that. So for people saying, it's been there since Obama. It's been there since Bush. It's been there since Clinton. It's been there since Bush Sr. It's been there since Reagan too. So I wish people would start saying, it's been there since Obama because it's been there since Bush and it's been there since the dawn. It's been there a hot minute. Yep. So I don't mean to be too hyped or to be negative about it. I just want change. And I'm kind of glad we are transitioning into Kamala Harris because I do want to say some positive things and I do want to say some negative things. But since I'm already coming up on this note, I want to start with the negative on her for this transition to Kamala right now. Uh-huh. Just because Kamala is a Black woman does not mean me as a black woman, and this is me speaking for Catherine herself, I'm gonna jump in the bandwagon and go, yes, girl, the first black VP, yes, we about to do it here. No, I want you to actually do it. Your color should not be the reason why I should look up to you. All I'm just saying, as the first woman of color that is going to be VP, and especially being Black, maybe this is me contradicting myself in this moment, too. Please do it justice. Please let me be able to have a kid and say, you could be that. Like with Obama, there are some things with Obama that I did not like. But at least I can sit here and say, if I have a Black I mean, if I have a son, if I have children one day, that's somebody I actually want you to look up to. For example, Ben Carson is not a person I would want my children to look up to politically. But in the medical field, yes. These are the examples that I'm talking about. So please, to Biden, please, to Kamala, congratulations on being the first Black, Jamaican, South Asian, Indian woman of color that graduated from Howard University and HBCU, which stands for Historically Black College, the first VP to graduate from a Black college, full Black education. So that's why I have so much high expectation of that woman. And for that reason, even though there are a few things that I really don't agree with her, I'm sitting here as a black woman. Yeah, yeah, there are some things that she has done shady with the district, with the police. This is probably for another episode. We're going to go too deep into that. Yes, we're going to go too deep into that. up to the election. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's why I feel my way about her, but I'm proud of her. Yeah. She she did that. I'm going to tell you this now. And especially being an AKA. I know when that inauguration happens, Yasmin, I'm going to tell you all them AKAs going to be up in there. If you think get information with Beyonce, expect that. <laughs> Homecoming for every AKA. And if any AKA is listening to this now, congratulations. Congratulations yep. to all of y'all. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's you all what she said. Preach, girl. I know, because one of them just was like, yup. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I'm just going to say to end on that, you know, 
slightly negative that I turned into a positive note with Kamala as running for president. You know, she tried, wasn't the strongest, but as a VP, that's where she fits. At least for now, that's where she fits. Yeah, of course, yeah. And I think, you know, if Biden, God forbid, but if Biden were to pass away in office, I'm confident she gonna do it because I did not watch the presidential election because I knew it was gonna be shit in the first place and the internet told me it was shit. Yes, when you told I me only it was shit, first one. Shit, that, that was shit. <laughs> I watched the first one and I watched it live on YouTube because, uh, you know, I was editing at the time when the debate, uh, the debate was happening, but yeah. Oh man, what a roller coaster! Hold up. <laughs> he said, "Will you shut up?" I said, I "Oh my goodness, <laughs> you you see that? You got Biden all the way up. That's how you know." Well, to end this section, uh, we just, in my part, I wish uh, Biden and Kamala well. Um, I'm going to predict this. He may accomplish a few things, but not all things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that's all I'm going to well, say. You know, yeah. as soon as he gets in, that's the time he's going to do some affirmative action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I'm... Um, for his COVID plan. I'm and, really- you know, sorry, I said affirmative action like a dumbass. I meant executive orders. Affirmative action, what the... That's what they think he's going to do. I would not be surprised if he pulled a lot of bullshit in there, like the first Indian whatever to do blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to put in the first Asian, da, 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 da. And, you know, just to be extra, let's put in the first... Polynesian person up in there. And I'm just like, oh my God, here we go. Like, stop. Uh, transitioning here, though, um, I do want to get on the topic of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Amber Heard is lying bitch. I said what I said, and I want that kept in here. For those who don't know, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard met on the set of uh, Rum Diary after tying the knot in February 2015 and by the way they were like less than a year engaged before they even got married which was ridiculous I mean Uh, you know it's Hollywood they'll get married really quickly get divorced really quickly and then they'll name children after like a rock okay so yeah Mm -hmm. I guess after a rocky like relationship Amber was reportedly saying that in one of the allegations they were arguing Johnny Depp started smashing items around the house then she filed for divorce and then she got a restraining order on him for domestic violence and then after that um they I don't know if this was during or after their marriage but like they went over to Australia and then um they wanted to smuggle their what is it like a Yorkshire Terrier? And what they were supposed to do was quarantine the dog for um, 10 days. They didn't want to do that. So that's the whole point of them smuggling and then getting into illegal trouble with uh, Australia. And then in 2018, Amber Heard was on the Washington Post speaking out on sexual violence. And then Johnny Depp in 2019 filed a lawsuit against uh, her claims in that article, which he said it was false. She was the abuser. And then, um, you know, fast forward to 2020, where Johnny Depp just lost the, you know, his case against Sun's newspaper over, that's in London, right? Yeah, very controversial. It it is a controversial. um, It is, you know, so his lawsuit was against the article saying that he was a wife beater. And, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that was claimed in the article was false. You know, uh, their counterclaim was that the uh, people presented, you know, like text message videos and other stuff to say like, no, everything we wrote is completely true. 
and the thing is you know the judge final decision was like okay son you're right and uh johnny is wrong um but what they're saying is that there's a chance that johnny depp will appeal uh since the court only relied on what amber heard said and so there's most likely we're going to see a counter oh what what's the word i'm trying to say no you're right counter suit okay thank you yeah counter suit so this is messy even trying to like and by the way this is just everything I've said, it's a condensed version of their relationship. Like you can go into, and I'll leak some videos if you guys want to watch or article, but it's, it's there. It's a wild ride. This is just like, it's like, you know, when you see a house catching on fire and you're just watching it and it's burning and it's burning really quickly. And it's like, well, damn, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I have to say this because you asked earlier, right? Um, no, no, not really asked, but like I have no idea about um no clue on Johnny Depp's relationship. When I follow Johnny Depp, I only follow his career. I don't care about his personal life. And I'm not saying this to be like mean or whatever. It's just there's some celebrities you only research for um what their what their next movie's gonna be like, right? Or like what's their next career move. In terms of their relationship, you know, I'm I'm not involved. I don't, you know, if E! News comes on and it's like, let me tell you about, like, Pete Davidson's new relationship. I'm not going to watch. Not because it's Pete Davidson. It's just, I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm just like, I really don't care about these celebrities' like, relationships that much. You know, I've just gotten that point. I'm like, you know, I'm past my 30s. And uh, by the way, at the time of this recording, my birthday is about to happen. In the time uh, this episode airs, my birthday passed, so I'm feeling kind of weird about it. But yay, happy birthday! <laughs> yep, I'm still in the. You know, I'll, I'll be turning. Uh, I'm not gonna say my age, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm turning 31. Uh, so or t- I've turned 31. See, that's really weird. It's really true. Yeah, by the time this airs, you would have turned 31. So. Yeah, at the time of the recording, I'm still 30. At the, uh, I'm at 31 and a day years old or into, like, you know how they do that, you know? Yeah. I'm 31 and a half or I'm, th- or, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but getting back into uh, Johnny Depp's uh, situation. You better go Johnny- in. Huh? I said you better go in. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to be very transparent. I believe in everything Johnny Depp says. There is no way, okay, I really want him to appeal when he goes back into court. My thing is, um, how is it that you're only going to see all the faults that Johnny did? And Amber's right there. Like, literally, she murdered five people, and you're just like, "Mm, yeah, I I can see that, but you know what? We're just going to focus on you. This is about you today. It's like, are you serious? But she could have committed a crime. But you're only going to see what he did? No, she didn't murder people, by the way. Don't take me serious. That's no, not what I, I mean. What, yeah, no, but for I the people the who are listening at home, in the car, whatever it is, wherever you're listening to it, the only thing she committed was lying. I truly believe she was also verbally and physically abusive. She's admitted it in tape. She was. She was. He had to get surgery for one of her, like, beatings. Uh, and the thing is, was um, it he had to get his nose fixed, or was his arm? No, his finger. his finger. It was his finger. Yeah. Oh my God, that that picture. They even showed pictures. That John was like, oh, it was really graphic. Yeah. This this is the thing I don't understand. How in the hell 
are you gonna ask Johnny Depp to resign from the Fantastic Beast franchise? Oh, right. He is literally the Fantastic Beasts franchise. For people who don't know the Fantastic Beasts, well, him and along with other Johnny people Baker too, Rowling, he literally is the villain of the movie, meaning that they had to find a brand new actor to recast this main character who's been playing this main character for what? I think two movies or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's two movies. It's been two movies. Whereas you have Amber Heard. I'm not gonna lie, I have not seen the... Um, I haven't seen any of her movies. I don't even know who she was until she started dating up. She is now about to join this franchise for Aquaman. This By the way, hold on. It's going to be her if first Aquaman movie. It's not too late to fire her ass and get a new actress. Yes, I want the same thing. That. Just like how you are saying, uh, let's take away Johnny Depp's job because he lost the Pirates of the Caribbean too, by the way. And that's not yeah, They were right. going to go in another series. The thing is, of. I don't want Amber Heard in working anymore. Anybody who believes the bullshit that comes out of her mouth, she literally said in recording. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want a visual? Even if they it gave you recorded. a visual... Hold on. Even if they gave you a visual video of her abusing Johnny, they still won't believe it. Like, this is how insane they are. She, because... Yeah, no, have, not to be shady, but... <laughs> the American police! <laughs> um, there's something in my throat. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but, uh, it's just, it's just insane. Like, I truly... Here's, here's what I think. Because I know a lot of people are like, you know, they're on the fence on the line. Let me tell you something. You know the video that they were presenting? Oh, but Johnny was being so verbally abusive and he was smashing stuff. Did you see that video? I did see that video. There is a possibility in that video. And this is my opinion, my theory. You guys can disagree or agree or you, you know, come up with your own I'm conspiracy. I'm not familiar with this video. What happened in this Really? Video? Okay, yeah. so here's the thing. Um, and I'll show you. I'll show you in a second. Actually, I could probably show you right now. Hey guys, I have a wonderful partnership with Salty Mermaid Swimwear. Of course, we are coming into the winter season, but that does not mean that people are not traveling to go to places that are summer and tropical every other day. So why not get a bathing suit to commemorate that with your boob? You can get trunks, you can get bathing suits, and the best part about it, the money goes to charity. Tell them Kat sent you. The code is SALTY15CAT. Again, the code is SALTY15CAT at SALTYMERMAID.COM. Okay, so we just came back. Um, I showed her the video that um, everybody's seen already. So, um, and it was a video, I guess they were in the kitchen or something. Here's my thing. This is my theory what happened in this video. What I assumed happened, and this is my opinion, Okay, allegedly, this is not factual. This is just my opinion. So I think what literally happened is this little snake, while he was, uh, you know, drinking what, whatever he is, he's under the influence, right? I have a feeling she antagonized him to the point where he got to that emotional state and said, you know what? I'm going to hit the record button and make myself look innocent because you can Bingo! tell in his voice. That's you exactly can, that's exactly I, what I was gonna say. I've seen videos like this before where men, women, or, and men actually antagonize us. You can antagonize a person to the point where they reach a boiling point and then they start becoming an aggressor. And how easy to show someone being that aggressive, especially when you know you've been with them for how long? Because my theory is like, okay, girl, 
let's sit down. Let's talk. I want to. I, I want to talk. Like how you say, Catherine. Because my thing is this, but right? But black people, especially me, when we say, I, I just want to talk, we really don't want to talk. We <laughs> no. want to beat your ass. Because here's my thing. Here's my thing. <laughs> how is friend. it? Because my thing is this. How is it that all the ex-girlfriends and the ex-wives and the children, everybody surrounding him, all the other people are saying, this never happened in our relationship. There was a thing you said to me a while back, uh, Catherine, where you were like, uh, at some point in a person's life, there is a thing where it becomes a trend. Yes, that because I have this reputation, especially when, I'll wrap this up quick. When it comes to celebrities and gossip and stuff, I'm mm-hmm. not really the biggest fan of celebrity culture and stuff, even though it's ironic we're doing this podcast. Um, I say the reason why I, I don't judge these people, I go off of trend. Yes. If you have a trend for doing something constantly over and over and over again, that's just who you are as a person. So whether it be a friend or a celebrity or a person I just don't associate with, mm-hmm. I can confidently say, I guess I do judge. I judge you on your trends instead of your actions. People make mistakes, but if you keep making the same mistake over and over yes. and over, or you keep getting associated with something, Mm-hmm. Th- that to me that's just who you are after a while because it comes to a point where it just gets ridiculous that's all i'll just say and it's wrong because you know i actually know somebody i'm not trying to put their i'm not even going to say if they're a relative if they're a friend just to protect them i actually know somebody that just a few months ago had to deal with a situation similar to this and this involved a child which pissed me off, where one partner likes to be aggressive mm-hmm. but and plays victim a lot, but is trying to portray the other partner as the aggressor. Oh, gotcha. I witnessed it myself. I witnessed it myself. This person playing victim to something I witnessed with my own eyes. And, you know, um, talking about that, because you're saying witness, uh, I don't know how accurate this is, but uh, Amber Heard's ex-assistant came forward and she was like, no, she's the aggressor in the relationship. Yeah. yeah. And that's a good person. Mm-hmm. Because Amber, Amber Heard could have easily gone up to her assistant and said, yo, how much can I pay you in a raise to get you to be on my side? True. It happens. Mm-hmm. I think the whole situation is very, like, it's sad. The whole situation is sad. And it's one of those things which, you know, it makes me a little bit irritated because I am going to call some men out because a lot of these men, y'all had so much to say about WAP. Y'all had so much to say about Cardi B when she told her sex worker story and was 100% honest. Y'all are very mute with Johnny Depp. But y'all had so much to say about R. Kelly. We had so much to say about Cosby. We had so much to say about Jeffrey Epstein. They had so much to say about Harvey Weinstein. But with Johnny Depp, there, a good number of men are mute. It upsets me that men are not rallying and going crazy about it. I know. And you yeah. want to know the reason why? Because mm-hmm. we don't put enough focus on men who are also victims of sexual assault, victims of abuse. We do not talk about it because it's swept under the rug. 
because yeah. it's supposed to be something that men are supposed to be ashamed of because of this whole masculinity shit. Masculinity should not mean that you shouldn't have emotions. Honestly, the only people who are speaking about this is really on the all the females. Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah, it's so all the females. Hope. Johnny, I doubt he's going to do that. But let's hope Johnny Depp doesn't pull a, um, what's his name, from a Terry Crews and throw Gabrielle Union under the bus, you know? Because, you mean? yeah, just know, um, not to transition away from the topic, just some similarities to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Terry Crews, during the Me Too mo- uh, movement, movement, Terry Crews told his Me Too story of how he was sexually assaulted by a producer at a party and how he did not retaliate about how he wanted to retaliate, but he did not retaliate, one, because he's a big black man, and on top of that, he's at a party with a lot of these executives. He did not want to ruin his career reacting. He said his wife was the reason why he did not go off the way he did. He did it Mm. the right way. He left immediately. He laid a complaint, and it did not take him seriously. The Me Too movement is what inspired him to speak out. The moment he spoke out, he got clowned by black men and all, men, especially black men. While all of these people were kicking and stuff like that, and the first woman to speak, the first famous person to speak out was Gabrielle Union. She was the first one. Terry Crews thanked her and said, thank you. It's nice to see Black women supporting me. It's nice yeah. to see all women supporting me. And I'm very surprised that men don't have my back. And then when it was time to have Gabrielle's unions back, when she was a victim of racial discrimination, he basically said, oh, yeah, I really don't know what she's talking about. I've never been a victim of racism. I've never seen it one time here. One, not once. Yeah, and people were mad at him. And then, of course, you have some people who are maybe listening to this or like, bruh, that was his opinion. Why are we still bringing this up? For y'all listening, there was nothing wrong with what Terry Crews said. Yes, that was opinion. But he downplayed it so bad, he made it seem like Gabrielle Union was exaggerating her situation. Just because you've never seen it happen does not mean it's not happening. So, you know, and once again, uh, this is defending Amber Heard, even though I don't want to. This is just me playing devil's advocate to that. I'm not. Not in this situation. You already know how I feel. I'm just saying, you know, at the end of the day, I don't expect Johnny Depp to throw any woman under the bus in the future Mm -hmm. now that he knows he has the support from women. And that's sad. Because all y'all men should be busting your ass, crying and hopping, but y'all worried about WAP right now. WAP that some of y'all ain't never even gonna get in your life. But, but you know what? Let me not even be shady right now. I do want to make it clear, though, because I don't think I, I stated it before. Even though I do believe Amber is a snake, um, I don't think Johnny is innocent either, but that's because, you know, with... I, I, I do believe in some sense that he probably might have said things that he probably yeah. don't mean. You know, we're not in their relationship. We're only spectators to it. But my, you know, it goes back to what I said. I believe she provoked him, which made him do or say things, you know, that was wild. And let's not forget the whole crazy, I don't know even know what to believe because that shit was wild. Did you see that, like, uh, what what was it? I don't even remember if it was, like, an Airbnb that they rented or something. Um, there was, like, they somebody put feces on the bed 
Jeez. Yeah, that shit oh was crazy. This is why I'm saying, like, even you know, I do, I do feel for Johnny, but there's just a lot of stuff that it's like it's crazy. That is toxic. So, you know what I really want? You know what I really want? Once Johnny gets all of this situated, leave. Go, go, go do something therapeutic, work on yourself. And then what I really, you know, what, because I know somebody talked about this. I can't remember who it was, if it was a reporter or something. You know how, like, America really loves that, um, you know, when, like. Underdogs? No, no, no. If you look at history, everybody loves a good comeback story. There we go. That's the word I was trying to say. And so, because we've seen it with many celebrities before, you know. Um, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll, they'll surround themselves with controversies, then they'll crash and fall, then they'll go into hiding, and then there's just a project that would save them, and they're back in good graces. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. this, it, that's just the overrock that I'm talk, talking about. Like, look, we're going to have it with Britney Spears. We did it with Lindsay Lohan. Um, who else did we do it with? Like, geez, I can't think of a, another celebrity on top of my head, but it's, it's just one of those things where, you know, like, one, somebody crashed and falls. But anyways, the point that I was going to, uh, wanted to say is I, what I really want is, you know, Johnny Depp, like, uh, you know, I want him to go in hiatus, um, you know, leave Hollywood for a couple of years, be with yourself, be with your family. And then, you know, I, I truly believe, like, I think what, if he ever comes back to the Hollywood scene, I would really hope he would go like independent, make an independent film, put it in like film festivals. And then who knows? We'll see his great work again, because that's another thing a lot of people were talking about, is that he hasn't done any great Hollywood films in a long time. So, um, yeah, that's my two cents. That's, yeah, that's my opinion. That's, I, I really want Johnny Depp to take care of himself, because this whole situation, it just makes me sad. It makes me annoyed personally because it just reminds you that's one of the things i've always you know talked to my brothers about because you know i have two one's 25 the other one's 18 and my mother and my grandmother we've all talked about it i've told them this if you are in a relationship with a woman and she feels the need to put her hands on you or do some craziness like that walk away from it it's not worth it because you don't want to be in a situation kind of like Amber Heard where you catch yourself doing something. They take the woman you're with, take us, takes that as an opportunity and there goes your life. I told them that you have two options when that happens. You either, if your girlfriend puts their hands on you or your wife or something, either one, call the police to protect yourself. It is nothing to be ashamed about. You're protecting yourself, and it's keeping you from going for being in a jail cell. Mm-hmm. And at least it pleads and helps your case in the future. So that's the way. Yeah, because it's already on record. Yeah, it's on record that she's abusive. This whole masculinity thing. Oh, you can't handle your girl, bro. Like, don't. No, men, call the police and protect yourself and be smart because that whole masculinity bullshit that you think right there gonna get you in jail. So please don't. And your second option is to call me your sister so I can them up because I'll take a charge for you because I'm a female. Point blank, period. Mm-hmm. But then again, my brothers are, you know, I believe they're wise enough to. I don't condone violence. That's all I'm going to put out there. <laughs> no, we're not condoning violence or anything like that. But I'm just saying. That's just the action cat is going to take. Yeah, I'm protective <laughs> of my brothers. So, you yeah. Know. 
Oh, this is just, I don't know. This situation, it's, it's just sad. So, and now it's time for the Cheese Corner, where we talk about gossip and, you know, just things that are interest us that currently that's just going on. So I'm going to start this off, and this one's a little bit close to home because, you know, we're in, at least currently right now, I'm in the state of Maryland, <laughs> and this is a story in D.C., and this is about a restaurant that I'm actually familiar with. It's called Sakina Halal Grill, and this is in mm-hmm. D.C., and the owner of it, his name is Kazim Manan. Okay. And it's kind of a sad story. The reason why his restaurant is has gone viral a few times is because he feeds the homeless. Okay. So, yeah, it's a. That's yeah, his family is from Pakistan, and he's had that restaurant for over, I believe, five years now, five or six years now. Oh, and congratulations nice, to him. Yeah, it's a very nice restaurant. It's got great reviews, and the policy that he has is that for every person that comes in and buys food, he gives free food to somebody. He doesn't ask questions. He mm-hmm. doesn't care what you're wearing. He doesn't care where you're from. You could look like a million bucks if you say I can't afford food today please can I get a free meal he won't question it he will give it to you straightforward okay so so because of that homeless people go there when homeless people can't find any food that is their go-to around the area right and that's actually what inspired him because he would see people around the neighborhood you know go to the homeless shelters and when they didn't have food he felt helpless especially him being an immigrant mm-hmm. and he's yeah. coming to this country he wanted to get back and since he has started this policy for years they say he's estimated that he is maybe over 2,000 people he has given free food to but now the story about it is that's more than the of, state <laughs> yeah so huh uh, I was just saying that's more than what the state does yeah as sad as it is, it is. But um, because of, you know, the pandemic and quarantine, he had to close his business just like millions of businesses had to close. And it has affected him so much that he now, he can no longer give out free food. And that, yeah, he can't give out free food to people because he can't feed himself and his family. And he said that he has not been able to pay his mortgage for months now because of what's happening and Mm -hmm. it's breaking his heart because you know there is a news story on it and it's sad as it is he did cry about it because of course yeah yeah, because it's breaking his heart because the whole point of him doing this was to feed people and now he can't feed himself but he still wants to do what he's doing so at this point he needs help so i'm actually glad that you know um abc news you know jay washington jwl put the news story out because they've covered this restaurant a few times over the years along with other people so you know other news stations that are familiar they're coming to him they're putting his story out there to say people please come and help because before that they used to have 15 employees they're now down to two employees so you know for our social medias uh, we can put the gofundme page Uh, oh yeah please uh send me that link so we'll put it in the description box 
Yes, currently they're trying to raise $250,000, but um, as of four days ago, since this campaign has been made, they have raised $130,570, which is people who are donating. And this is something that I'm going to donate to myself too, because this man has done such good things. I've heard of him over the years. So to hear yeah. this, it's very heartbreaking. Read some of the comments and the GoFundMe, because it's very beautiful. People are donating and they're saying such beautiful things. Yeah. And one person, like, I'm going to read one as I'm going through them. Somebody said, good things come to good people. We hope we help those who seek to help others. We share in the American dream. And this is one of the things that I would hope me, we could have for this podcast, that the podcast could go so, be so successful that we can help people. Yes. With what we're doing, so... Like this, like one of the comments said, good things, so like God doesn't, my grandma used to always say, God, you know, whether you're religious or not, if you're not religious, don't Whoever you believe in, whoever you believe in, we'll just say that. Yeah, but God says that he will never leave his children unharmed that do good. Mm -hmm. So I'm believing that I would hope that this would turn around. So I'm optimistic that this will turn around for this man because he's done such good things for years. He's been doing this. So we can't end right here. So I don't, I believe he'll survive the pandemic. And if we got anything um, yeah, actually, uh, I was just gonna say that um, it is a great time to be a gamer. And you know, uh, during this pandemic, I started uh, gaming a little bit more. Gosh, I missed it because, you know, like what for the past two years has been nothing but me trying to hustle as you know, as I'm trying to feed my kids, trying to get you know pursue my dreams and and all this other stuff. But like now that uh, COVID happened, you know, I settled down a little bit, started playing a little bit more. But oh my god, a lot of like AAA games, any games started dropping. But the ones that I really want to highlight that dropped in the month of like November, October, something like that is uh, in between all that. We have Godfall, Spider-Man, we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I already played, and oh my god, that game is so fantastic, it's beautiful. And um, if you head over to uh, my gaming channel, go ahead and put a link in the description, I end up playing um, the Dark Pictures Anthology Little Hope. Yo, that game scared the crap out of me. That 9 out of 10 was not wrong. Like, yo, this game was sick. Like, it, it scared the crap out of me. So if you guys want to watch me play, like, I'll add that link in the description box. And then we have Tom Felton, who gave justice to all the Harry Potter fan after the shenanigans that, you know, who did. She who, she who must not be named, because I'm not Catherine. saying her name. <laughs> Well, he did a, uh, yeah, he did a uh, at-home party, and after 19 years later, he brought uh, some of, not everybody, but some of the cast of Harry Potter, and, you know, Tom Felton, he played a couple of his, uh, of his songs. I think um, I can only see it from some of the clips that I was watching because um, it was on my uh, YouTube feed. And then he definitely brought some of the cast and they put their two cents after 19 years. Like, <gasps> it's so heartwarming. Um, I'll put a link in the description. Um, if you just want a good feel and you're a Potter fan, please. Yeah, I'll link the description, uh, you know, the link in the description box and go ahead and watch it. It gave me all the feels. I'm not finished watching it, but it just gave me all the feels. Like, 
Uh, oh, and then I just want to say something really quickly because it actually happened this morning. So talking about the Spider-Man uh, video game that uh, just got released, I think like a week or so ago, um, as of recording this, um, what's crazy is that, you know, with this version of the Spider-Man game, we have uh, Miles Morales, which he was introduced in the last Spider-Man game. And uh, what is insane, and I love it, is that um, me and my daughter were talking about it because we were watching Jacksepticeye play it. Um, and um, I'm going to mention a lot of times with him because I love watching his videos. But the thing is, like, we had a kind of heartwarming moment where, you know, it sunk into my daughter's head. Um, my daughter's mixed. She's half black, half Latina, right? And then she was like, whoa. She had, like, a sinking moment and it was like, this boy is exactly like me. He's half black and half Latino. And I was just really? like, yeah. And we just had this moment. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's just really good. Um, thank you, Marvel. That's that's all I want to say. Thank you, Marvel. We had a special moment for that. So she's been enjoying the Spider-Man series, by the way. So the, it's been fun. Yeah. And it's just lovely because, you know, I did see, I think, you know, a few podcasts ago, I was talking about how I saw um, the multi-universe. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and the, you know, the multiverse or something like that. Yeah, the animation that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the and animation. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, yeah, my kids love it, too. It reminded me of my youngest brother, especially, you know, the beginning where he's singing, um, what song was it by um, Sway Lee? Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah, he's saying um, by Post Malone. I think it's called Sunshine by Post Malone. Yeah. No, it's not. No, girl, it's, it's Sunflower. What's it called? It's Sunflower. Sunflower, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Sunflower <laughs> by um, Post Malone. And I, uh, that's She's fake. She's on that bandwagon, guys. Cancel Catherine. She's fake. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I never really jumped on the Post Malone bandwagon. I got my reasons, but that's... I do love his song, Circles. I don't care for him personally, well, but I like his music. Well, he wasn't the only one who did the song. It was also Sway Lee. I think yeah, that's at least I knew Sway Lee right then and there. Notice, I made the air with Post Malone, but I didn't make the mistake on Sway Lee. Oh, I was That's just wild. calling you a fake fan for loving Spider-Man. <laughs> She's a fake fan. She's not about that Spider-Man shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm I just kidding. Like the beginning when she calls like... herself a Marvel fan. Get her out of here. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> yeah, but I love the beginning. It was just very lovely. It's because my brother does. Oh all yeah, the time. that scene was widely popular. Yeah, he'll get up. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll sing to himself while he's like in the shower. Get up brush his teeth and then my mom is just like where are you going oh that i'm going to this place don't forget to leave okay bye mommy and then he kisses my mom and then just dips with his friends so you know i just thought it was lovely and more people need kids need to see that more children should be able to see themselves you know yep can we also um, transition a little bit into, you know, cheese made? Because I feel like we're talking about several cheese made. I can wrap this up in less than a minute for this one. Congratulations to Harry Styles for being the first male to ever be on the cover of Vogue. You did oh, that? Yes. Yes, I've seen the I've photos. seen the pictures. I've seen they the pictures. So oh my god. Congratulations. He looks so good. 
Mm-hmm. Congratulations. And then I don't know if we want to wrap up cheese cheese made with Selena's father, Abraham Cantania. Oh yeah, Netflix. we have an update with the Selena situation. Yeah. Netflix is being sued by the person that directed Selena, the mm-hmm. producers that directed the movie Selena. So according to He's the suing article, Netflix. He's suing Netflix, Abraham, and yeah. according to the lawsuit, also Suzette. Susie Quintanillas in, in part of the lawsuit as well. Yeah, Suzette is also Suzette, a part sorry, of that. Suzette. Yes, Suzette Quintanilla is also a part of that. And apparently it's because back in the contract to when they had written and did Selena back in Mm -hmm. 1997, apparently he has the rights to to any works about Selena that has to do with television shows. Like he gets approvals and signs off on it besides Abraham Quintanilla. And I'm just sitting here like, yes. So I'm sitting here like, Selena died in 1995. This movie came out in 1997, which meant that within six, seven months, which is true, is what like months after Selena died is when they started developing the movie. And what I have personally read in the past is the reason why the, they had signed off on this movie was because as soon as Selena passed away, so many people were contacting them about a movie. So many people were doing these whole crime stories on Selena and they were so frustrated with the lies. They said, you know what? We actually are gonna make a movie about Selena, especially since Selena was working on her last album and her dream was to go mainstream. You know what? If this is the opportunity to do that, let's do it now and it worked. That's how I knew Selena. I got hit to Selena when I was eight years old, when I saw Selena on HBO, and ever since then, I've been a fan. Besides Gloria Estefan, the second Latin artist that I ever listened to was Selena, and then afterwards, Ricky Martin, Enrique Iglesias, and all of that. I love Selena personally. I just think she's amazing. So I sit here, and I look at the father. I don't know you personally. I'm nobody to you. Mm-hmm. How can you sell the rights to your child's story within a few, within a year of her passing away? So me as an adult, I said, you signed away the rights to your child's story? What? But remember, uh, here's, here's one of the things that I told you on, um, I think I texted this to you or something like that. You were kind of in shock or something. I was like, girl, I am not in shock about any of this information. I do not believe Abraham for anything. Like he's been marketing his daughter that like that's the only finances they really have and this is no they dis- do. I don't I don't want to say I don't want to seem like um I'm dissing the family or anything like exactly. that because it feels kind of weird because I you know I I love the family I appreciate the family like I love the husband everybody involved but the thing is you know how you were saying trends Abraham yeah. has the trends yeah and the trends is if he smells money he's gonna walk in that direction can I tell you when I first peeped it for me personally, when mm-hmm. I first peeped it Go ahead. was a few years ago when her husband had, um, you know, Chris Perez, when mm-hmm. her husband had written, he wrote a book about He wrote Selena. a book, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it did very successful. She got, he got the family's approval for the book. Yep. They got a cut of the book and everything. 
originally, somebody came to him and wanted to turn that book into a television series. He Actually, said, I think yes. it was Netflix themselves or something. It? It, yeah, I yeah, I, I believe. That on. came to him. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it was Netflix, but I don't remember who came to him first. He was about to get that done, but Mr. Quintanilla put a stop to that. Mr. Abraham shut that down immediately, and it was controversy because, number one, this was Chris's biography. Yes, this, this, this was supposed to show their perspective. Selena. It wasn't supposed to be about Selena. It was supposed to be about his life and him meeting Selena and everything, his experiences with Selena, but it's the main focus allegedly was supposed to be about him, which was what the biography was about. But Abraham, for some odd reason, said no, and allegedly Chris was feeling a type of way because they've been- It's probably because, I'm gonna be honest, something probably, if I remember right, there's something in the book that didn't sit right with him anyways. Let me see. And I'm pulling up the article from VIX.com and it says, ICYMI, Selena Quintanilla's husband, Chris Perez, recently announced via Facebook that the book he wrote about his and Quintanilla's uh, Selena relationship to Selena with love will be adapted into a TV show by Major TV and Edmol Shine. Super exciting, we know, but uh, we're never going to see it because, according to Forbes, Selena's dad, Abraham Quintanilla Jr., filed a lawsuit in mm-hmm. a Texas court against Perez and Ed. Uh, I'm pronouncing this wrong. Edemol Shine to stop production. And he was blindsided, right? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. The suit states Perez is in violation of an estate properties agreement he signed two months after her death in 1995. So he signed. Oh, right. Because when she had passed away, he signed all the rights he he could have legally had. And he gave it all to the family. Mm-hmm. Wow. So basically, Selena's dad that is, is so insulting. Yeah, look at this. So believe. So basically, Selena's dad is the legal owner of everything having to do with her career. So and just by publishing, hold on, ju- and just by publishing his book, Perez was in breach of contract. Yeah, that's what it says. That's yeah. basically like a giant you to him. It was, yeah, and then he, it was. And it he, was. I have to say this. I don't know how he feels about it now. I haven't seen any recent interviews about the whole situation, whatever he feels about the family now. So I will not speak about this. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, from the movie, from what we saw, and then people, I mean. Oh, right. Because uh, part of the movie, like the Abraham beginning. really didn't want him, him with Selena. Mm-hmm. So how do we not know, you know, for all we know, he tolerated him for these years, you know, you make my, knows, my, yeah. my wife, I mean, you make my baby girl happy. My baby girl loves you for some odd reason. She says positive things about you. I don't like you, but you make her happy. So I'm going to just tolerate it. So I just, I really don't know. Once again, we don't know. We're not part of their family, but I just think it's personally, it's effed up. Yep, personally. So, you know, ending on the cheese make corner, we are now going to transition to Deborah. That's, That's wild. wild. Where I find an incredible, actually, actually not incredible, but some of them may be incredible one day. You know, <laughs> I find a very funny, crazy story from around the world. And I had to tell this one 
I'm ready. Um, Give it to me. Give it to me. Just to let people know, came from bscott.com. So please show him some love. Follow his podcast. Follow his platforms because he gives you wonderful gossip and tea. So thank you for giving us this gossip that we're talking for. You know, this Dambra That's Wild Story is about Patti LaBelle's adopted son. Yes. Oh, I think I've heard this. I've heard this. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so you know, for people who don't know, Patti LaBelle is a R&B soul Anybody who does, and they've been living underneath a rock. Exactly. If only you knew. That's my jam. If you listen to her music, that's a whole different uh, conversation. But if you do not know who she is, girl. Especially since we're going into Thanksgiving and Christmas, y'all better buy her pie at Walmart. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> this is about her, her this adopted son. has not been endorsed, son. just saying. Yeah, this is about her adopted son. Keyword, adopted son. No shade okay. intended. But right. yeah. Give it to me. What happened? He's a coon. Ooh. Keep that in here. Yes, keep it in here. Yes, he is. That's Hello? what it's about. <laughs> yeah. What so, happened? Yeah, so uh, about a week ago, there is this senator, and um, this senator's name is Dean Browning, Mm -hmm. and he's a Republican from Pennsylvania, and he had done a tweet where he had um, said that he had gotten a tweet from a Black gay man. Mm -hmm. Yes, and people said that that tweet was fake. So the um, the tweet said from Dean Browning, I just, um, this is what I received from, you know, one of my followers. Mm-hmm. I'm a black gay, gay guy, and I can personally say that Obama did nothing for me. My life only changed a little bit, and it was for the worse. Everything is so much better under Trump, though. I feel respected, which I never do when Democrats are involved. So... Somebody responded to that and said, hey, did you log into your burner account? And like, did you not log into like your burner account accidentally? So for example, there are these things called burner accounts and burner accounts are fake accounts, which I can make, anybody can make a burner account. Mm -hmm. And what people do with burner accounts are, it's very harmful what people do with burner accounts because they portray themselves as other people that they're not. Especially like white supremacist groups use burner accounts a lot they'll portray themselves as black people or other kinds of minorities like it could be like a white man portraying himself as a black man saying i hate white people white people are trash black lives matter and another disgusting that people actually do stuff like that yeah will retweet that and be like look at what this black man said about white people and yet they want us to say Black Lives Matter. This is why we shouldn't support this cause. And not knowing that the person that did this tweet was not Black at all. This was a white person pretending to be a Black person, putting this Mm -hmm. out there just to start shit and just to get a rise out of you. White people don't do this. Everybody does this. Everybody. Like, you don't need Uh to be white to have a burner account. Just because I don't want anybody to misconstrue what I'm saying here. But I'm just saying this is an example of what I'm talking about. 
So that's what people thought the Pennsylvania um, politician was doing. They're like, oh my God, the po the Pennsylvania politician has a burner account. That's why the joke was like, hey, did you forget to log into your burner account? Because you're on your real account saying this crap. And me right. as a black person, I looked too, and I was just so like, as a gay black man, I'm just so like, who says that? in a tweet. I know on my podcast, I say as a black woman, I have to say that because nobody can see me physically on our podcast. That's yeah, unless you go to the YouTube channel. Yeah, unless yeah. you go to the YouTube channel. Yeah, but I don't talk to people like that in my day to day, just putting that out there, especially in a tweet. So mm -hmm. that's why that was weird. Even I thought it was fake too. Now this is where the story gets interesting. The tweet was actually real, but it came from an account by a, but it came from a white account. But it's not Dean Browning's fault though. He was just retweeting somebody. So I can confidently say that was probably some innocence, but you know, the internet is undefeated and you got hackers. So people were so curious, like is Dean Browning really, really telling the truth or is he trying to cover it up? Let's do some hacking. And it got, ha and it got hacked. The account was proven to be a burner account because in the past three or so years, that right. burner, that account has portrayed themselves as two extra accounts. What? And a person actually put some tweets proving that that account has portrayed itself as a different account over the years. Cause you know how you can change your screen name? Oh Twitter yeah. Mm -hmm. They've changed their picture to make it look like they were a white man at one time. They have changed their picture to look like they were a white woman at one time. And they have changed their picture to look like a black emoji at one time. And currently they have stayed at the black emoji. And that burn account was to Patty LaBelle's adopted son, who is a black Republican and a gay man, and he is a coon. And for those listening, he is not a coon because he's black and a Republican, even though I have my own opinions, that's not why I'm calling him a coon for y'all that wanna be in your feelings, okay? I'm calling him a coon for the bullshit that came out his mouth. And I'm gonna read it to y'all. Here's tweet one. Like I said, black women will be the death of America. This was written November 1st, 2020. And today is what, November 15th? Yasmin? Yes. Uh, well, as of recording, on... it's November 15th. Yeah, as we record this, today's November 15th. He wrote this 14 days ago. The second thing he said, um, somebody, um, a black woman, actually, Natasha Rothwell, I don't know who she is, but she has a blue check mark. So mm -hmm. I guess that shows maybe she is a famous or, you know, she has some kind She's... of following. She yeah, she, she's verified. Part. Yeah, so from a verified account. Yeah, but Matasha Roll had replied to a Donald Trump re, um, you know, tweet, mm -hmm. and she said, you're gross trash. That's her opinion. We don't know why she had said that, but that's her opinion. But him under this burner account, this is what he wrote to her, a black woman. I love the taste of black girl fear. It's always so laughable. And he put black, and he put the um, laughing emoji. He also wrote, yeah, Hate to, like, how they, I hate myself for being black. She's a disgrace to the race. I don't know who he was talking about. 
He could have been talking about Michelle Obama. He could have been talking about somebody else. I don't know who he was talking about, but his response to whatever they said about this black woman was like, I hate myself for being black. She's a disgrace to the race. Oh my God. Yeah, and another tweet. This is about Ihan Omar. Um, she's the poli she's the politician from I think Ethiopia or Somalia. She's mm -hmm. a democratic politician. To be honest, I don't follow her, so I really don't have a huge opinion on her. Like I said, I'm personally an independent. That's all I identify. But whoever this black politician is, this is a black Republican politician. He said, Ihan Omar calling Trump desperate is funny when you consider that she's been accused of ballot harvesting and vote buying into her own bogus election this is his opinion somebody said another person who was white responded why isn't anything really being done about that or is she just going to get away from it get away with it things like this is why confidence has dropped in all branches of our government drain the swamp and then he responds it's black power and white guilt yeah Mm -mm. So please, we're going to leave that in there. And this is why I call these coons out. I know there's going to be somebody that's going to sit there and say, oh my gosh, I do not like that word. That's such a disrespectful word. I've even heard a popular person say, I feel that when a Black person calls another Black person a coon, that's like our own version of calling another per that's our own n-word within the n-word i personally thought that was a little bit of a reach that's my opinion but that is cooning if you're gonna sit there and talk about the people in your community at a level you can believe whatever you want to believe but keep black women's name out your mouth especially when your dumb ass was adopted by a black woman one of the most famous black women in the planet I am so sick of this coming from my community. And it's worse that it came from a black man. That's wild. And once again, to end on a light note, I am mm -hmm. not in one shape or form campaigning against black men and making black men look bad. I am not doing that. I love my black men and our black men love us too. And like siblings and stuff, or like people who we love, we gotta call each other out because I'm not a fan of that shit. This one was just way too wild for me because I would have never expected Patty LaBelle's adopted son to come out the woodwork and say some coonness. That is purely wild. <laughs> come did, on. Man. Did she actually respond to some of the things he said? I actually did not look into that. I have not heard anything about that. But that oh, is she's probably keeping it quiet right now. I huh? want to know Patty LaBelle's reaction to finding out that her adopted son is out here saying some coonness about black women. That is wild. <laughs> I, I'm over it. I'm over him. Pat, like I, I'll wrap it up and just say I'm over him. He's irrelevant to me. So William Holt, stop that nonsense. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Well, damn, bro, that was a lot. I know. <laughs> I not even really see my straight well. face. If only you could see Catherine's face, man. <laughs> Do you see? This is me being nice, Yasmin. The it's rant nice. I went on you think that, that was nice? This, this actually might go into bonus content. Oh, man, what a wild last episode we just had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we went from, you know, uh, 
the election and the craziness, Biden winning. Then we and went over to. Question. We've been feeling you wanted to go in on Amber Heard a little bit, and I had to be like, "Don't let your stinger come out." Oh yeah, and I let my stinger out. Um, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to be posh over here, but I've literally the best. The best thing I can say is um, Amber's a snake. I have bigger words for her, but you know, I'm just gonna keep it as is. So, you know, that was crazy. Um, you know, the, the, like I said before, the only thing I really want is uh, Johnny to recover, go, go to hiatus, and then, you know, um, he, I believe he can redeem his career. It's just, it'll just take time you know with this whole situation right now everything is hot and then you know with our cheese my corner um yeah it's a great to be a gamer <laughs> yep and there's always seasons like that i always feel like the best games this is just my opinion the best games is always towards the end of the quarter anyways so um yeah because oh and best of believe i'll probably do um oh now that i have my gaming channel i really want to do a um when uh, the what is it the game awards when it comes out at the end of the year yeah i want to do a reaction like dude my man's i know he's trying to make those awards really interesting the last like two years it's been kind of like it's been all right but you know I'm, i'm still here for it so i enjoy the game awards so yeah and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, let us know what you think. What are your two cents about all the situations? Uh, if we were wrong about something or if you don't agree to our opinions, let us know what you think so we can, you know, start engaging with you guys. But yeah, I just want to sit here and just say thank you for everything, Yasmin. Thank you for bringing me into the world of podcasts. It's crazy to believe that four years ago, like I started listening to podcasts and I always joked that one day I would love my own podcast, but I didn't know it was going to be sooner than I thought. So I want to say thank you for bringing me into that opportunity because I would no have not problem. come into this. <laughs> also, I want to thank and you know our friends and family and also like our listeners are important people who are tuning in and thank you for dealing with our shenanigans. <laughs> yep. We really appreciate every single person that has listened to us speak, every single person that has told somebody about our podcast, even the people that are saying congratulations, people who are allowing us to use their music. We want to thank every single artist that's yes. been yeah, y'all did us a favor. Like, I know some, there's some artists that are like, thank you so much, you're doing us, like, you're doing so much. No, you really are doing us a favor and allowing us to put your music out there. And some, and all of y'all that have put your music out there, y'all are talented, especially yes. since for season one, half of y'all were people I've known for years personally. The fact that y'all are low-key this talented has made me vastly upset and happy at the same time. Cause I'm just so like, you can sing, yet you out here sitting there looking into space, or you over here rapping. Oop, she like calling this. you out. She calling you out, man. Yeah, I'm calling y'all out because I want y'all to be successful. I want y'all to do the motherfucking like, yo, stop being where you're at right now. And do and that now, music. And now to say this, our next artist that we are about to introduce is Drew Infinite featuring O-Dog. O-Dog's coming featuring O-Dog, who is on episode eight. And the song is called Motive. 
DMV wrap. I am so proud of y'all. You guys are closing out our episode. Thank you so much, Drew, for letting us use your music. The song is so much fire. And let me tell you something. If you ever catch me doing the stanky leg randomly during a dance, that's how you know I <laughs> your song heavy. So play that shit. Hey! Bye-bye. See you on season two. Bitches beefing over dick, don't know he tried to shot. Yeah, I fell off, I came back. Them bitches hated on me, forgot that riddle crack. I'm coming at y'all bitches next with it. Yeah, can't demote a real bitch who don't fear shit. Uh huh. Don't play with me, don't play, yeah. I'm a solid ass bitch, don't let me take it there. Right, stay down so I can play it fair. Call me Kruger, bitch, worst nightmare. Had a gang of men, thought they was